Welcome to the Dive of the Dice podcast. This is a serial adventure podcast being told in order. So if you're just joining us, first off, thank you. But secondly, you might want to check back some of the back episodes so you can catch up. We'll be here when you get back. As we last left our heroes, the party snuck down beneath the wellspring for Hamar's amulet, and Eric's accidentally tripped a rune that filled the chamber with poison gas. Smashing the top of the container, he and Kiaran went to make their escape with the clawed fetish in tow. Just as Drock alerted the guards above, blowing their cover completely. <laughs> Can I explain a little bit in detail about the plan to our listeners? The plan is completely irrelevant. <laughs> the actions are what's relevant. Because that wasn't a part of the plan, it is also irrelevant. As our heroes made a frantic escape, Farron killed the guy with a rock before fleeing through the Holland Temple. Okay, saying it that way is completely boring. You he are was really off- editorializing here, DM. <laughs> He was standing on the roof, laughing maniacally, throwing boulders at people. That's so much not maniacally. The, the good priest of Palor was throwing rocks on people's heads. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm, t- I'm not editorial. I'm taking away the editorial voice. They were real jerks. He they killed the guy with a rock. Fact. Okay. I smashed a guy's clavicle with a rock. He died on he his died own. He died injury. <laughs> Okay. Let's <laughs> sort of the definition of killing people. <laughs> With a rock that you dropped on them. Yeah, alright, alright, fair. Before Farron fleed through the Hollow Temple. Eventually, they regrouped back at Hamar's shop and stayed the night in a secret hatch beneath the building. As the hatch unlatches above them, we rejoin our heroes. We're all gonna die. I'm all happy. So, so you're down in this cramped room. <clears throat> Am I still unconscious? No, yeah. you're all unconscious. Yeah, we all got a full night's rest, and we're all fully healed. Cool. Full healed, long rest. All your stuff has re uh, re up. <laughs> Surprisingly, after all of that, Eric's never burned anybody with his rebuke. <laughs> Mostly because the person that did the most damage to him was his partner. Okay. You had your finger on that button for a while too. Like you were ready to go. All right. So yeah. you hear the hatch kind of begin to creak open above you. What do you do? Yeah, nothing. <clears throat> I do nothing. Uh, I wake up locked in a room. I'm gonna like take cover or put my back against a wall or. I guess the question is: Are we awake? Does the sound wake us, or are we already kind of awake waiting? No, you've been awake, uh, sort of in this room. He told you to wait here until he came back for you, as you recall. Okay. Next thing, I cease playing my instruments. Okay. Um, I think just that, based on how badly everything went last night and possibilities, Eric's kind of like. Dashes into a corner and draws his weapons, just to be on the safe side and not within like line of sight of something that's flying down the stairs. Okay, but like he's not so ready to attack whatever comes down that he's going to stab Pomar if Pomar is not actually being violent. I mean, we're expecting people, right? Like we're not sitting there on edge. Like we're in a yeah. safe house. No, yeah, no but we at least but at least his character specifically doesn't know what's going on. Okay. But. Eric knows we're dealing with a rogue that asks us to steal something, and things went really bad last night, so there is the possibility of a double-cross. Sure. Especially with us being locked in an area from which we have no way to escape. So, he's more being cautious, okay. and like, should things go tits up, that he like we're kind of ready to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Drunk is calm, possible. because everything went exactly as planned. Everything worked <laughs> out, as it was supposed to. So, Drunk is completely calm, so confident. Yeah, so it's not like he's like, he's not tense to ready to go, but he's just in the corner... Ready just in case, but not flipping out like holy shit. I'm tense. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea where you are. I, yeah, I'm not happy with the situation. Alright, the hatch opens up and you see a little bit of light sort of streaming down. It's been very dark in here, just a few very pale um, magical lights kind of casting a, a dusk over the room you're in. I'm doing like the cop against the wall, like about to breach kind of thing. <laughs> you hear the click of 
uh, clawed nails on on stone, uh, as well as a, a thud of boots uh, coming down the stairs. So two steps of foot. I'm sorry. At least two, two foot- sets of footprints. At least two. Okay. Uh, but it definitely sounds like. Two sets of steps is what I meant to say. Okay. That's yeah, two. that's what I meant by plural boots as well. I'm aware that people have more <laughs> okay, than so one boot. What, so what, fair, what did you do? Because everyone's sprawling, and I'm just there with my mandal, like, my loot. I'm going to wave and say hi. Yeah, I'm going to wave. Typical Baron. So you see, uh, coming down the steps, you see the elderly knoll form of Evren Hamar. Uh, his claws, his bear claws clicking on the, the stone steps. Uh, behind him, you see a human figure dressed with a kind of a desert wrap around him, uh, with most of his uh, face obscured by a like a bandana and um, a cloth covering over his head. Really, really, only his eyes visible. Does he appear to be armed or armored that we can tell? Uh, you're not sure about the armor. Uh, he's kind of wearing loose, loose-fitting cloth, so yeah. he may be armored beneath his uh, coverings. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see, he has a uh, Falchion at his uh, Ooh. Mm. Uh, about his back, a kind of rough and burly type by his uh, his demeanor. Uh, Hamar comes down and says, uh, <laughs> uh, "Good morning to you, lot. Hmm. Uh, our your dwelling has been made been made ready. Are you are you prepared to see it?" Yeah, I mean, if they're not immediately being threatening, uh, Eric kind of steps out from the corner. Yeah, I think we're we're rested as much as we want to in a dank cellar. I think going to wherever our new abode is next on our list of activities. This is my man Falim will show you to your residence and see that you get the <laughs> uh, the reward you are due. Um, is that... I do a, like why is he like laughing? Kind of like. <laughs> Every bit of this sounds really. Yeah, just... that concerns me. Can I do a a thing? Insight. Insight would be appropriate. I will do an insight check. He's, Seventeen. He's going to kill us. Is this normal null? Yeah, insight <laughs> sixteen is. Yeah, is that like hyena null cackling? Or... He's been sort of. He I remember like... him kind of doing that before, but mm-hmm. based on what we've been through with Joe, there's part of it's a little like. Is he like doing like your new place to? Li-? Is it? Is he like air quoting basically? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to. Catch what you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> like a real snidely whiplash thing going on right now. Yeah. Like, is he twisting like a, a handlebar mustache while he's saying this? Yeah. I mean, he's sort of playing with his long spindly beard. So yes. But, <laughs> but he did that before anyway. Okay. Okay. Um, so this is normal. He seems to have the same mannerisms that you've always known him to have. Okay. okay. That's fair. I'll say this. If he betrays us, we did make a deal with a knoll. We should have known what we were in for. Fair. And I know that's speciest, but... <laughs> The man identified as Feline kind of gives you a bit of a, a nod, uh-huh. and then uh, the two of them lead you up the the staircase. But you notice that basically since it's been returned to him, uh, he's put the clawed fetish on his neck and hasn't seemed to remove it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as we're kind of heading up the stairs, I put my hood up, but I cast Disguise Self again. Okay. Um, I guess for lack of a better person, he makes himself look kind of like like somebody he knew from back in his rogue gaming days. Okay. Um, just as a, he doesn't look like who he looked like the night before, but he's not basically looking like himself. Mm-hmm. Does are there robes or ways to disguise myself that are? Does he have like a? Does he a merchant? Yeah, yeah what he was. Yeah, because it's even like a robe or like dark kind of a dark angel thing I could do with you know put you know the thing over my armor. Like just the Alba show? No, the <laughs> is that the thing with the dark angel side? 
Oh, the Dark Angel <laughs> Space Marines, not Dark yeah. Angel, the wow. sci-fi show from... I, I was with you on that. Yeah. I was confused. I, really I thought that. you might have made, I actually made that remark. like, oh, I wonder if everybody knows what's going on meaning. No, the Dark Angel says in Space Marines. Yes. It's like, they kind of have that thing going on. Can I get one of those? Yeah, he's, he's able to give you a cloak. Okay, um, I'm a cloak. He, he does charge you for it, though. It's going to be uh, five silver. All right. Did you like the first place you went to? Aaron's going to take one of those as well. Okay. Everyone saw the... Full, like head to toe, I got a good look at all of his armor, so he's, uh, he's a little bit recognizable right now. Okay, I'm not. I was unconscious. And over you your so... shoulder, she can't be the one who robbed the place. She's awake. <laughs> well, like I wasn't. Uh, there, okay, there was there was that oh, yeah. moment when you were doused in light, like two or three guards were all able to see you. Like for a few seconds, really. It, it, that's up to John as to how that's going to go, but there at least was yeah. a few moments where there were all eyes on you. You're probably less worse off than the two of them. Aren't you pretty plain looking, though? Yeah. Lisa's face in regards to Joe's comment there is incredible. Mostly one of like confusion. But she's like, imagine she's What's a wrong I, with being plain looking. I, no, I've been saying like you probably would blend in. Okay. Compared to the rest of us, the giant half orc, yeah, the, yeah, I'm the not pre- the, the, the the desert dwelling priest in metal armor, and the fucking devil man. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk casual. You stand out the the, the least out of all of us. All right, anyone who wants a cloak, they're five silver. I have a cloak. And right. It is amazing. And anyone wants a different new a new different cloak? I'm just being a grifter and being cool. <laughs> all right. Hamar seems to basically go ahead and take his his place back behind his counter where he seems most at home. Uh, and Feline bids you follow. Uh, he leads you through the morning streets of shade as the town begin to sort of wake up and slash roll out of its uh, stupor. He takes you to a moderately sized building. It looks like it was once two or three smaller kind of shacks or shanties that have been over time conglomerated into one massive structure. As he leads you through it, uh, there are five rooms in total. I'll sort of spread out from like a central kind of common room uh, where there's a, a, you can see a fire pit has been made. Scattered about the room, there are like a few pillows, somewhat threadbare. There's like kind of a, a little cushion, um, sort of like in a, a couch. And there are a few places that like bed rolls have been set up in the, the outlying rooms. You know, is there any way could, like, could he somehow explain it to us like a realtor would? <laughs> In his gruff, his deserty voice. This is a delightful two-bedroom right here. So the hardwood floor is good. Just so you know, you have to disclose to us if anybody's been killed here. Uh, speaking I don't of have a list perception that long. Check. <laughs> I'm ah. um, oh, hey, what about Eleven. I'll borrow that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mine's not much better. Two. It's a two, John. So let me know all the things that I see. I mean, if there's a corpse there, I'm pretty sure an 11 will see it. 19. 19? 12. 12? All right. Um, <clears throat> Eric's and Kiaren, looking about the room, you see a few places where underneath kind of the top coat of sand on the uh, on the ground, uh, you see a bit of discoloration that looks like it uh, was probably a blood stain at one point. Uh, something catches your eye, Farron, and you uh, reach down and pick up a tooth. Uh, oh. Seems humanoid, but probably not human by its uh, pointiness. Okay. Drop looks and that goes, oh, that's good luck. So, <laughs> as Eric's just kind of like noticing the blood stain, he like kind of <clears throat> brush it, rubs his foot against it. Not a complaint. Just want to make sure I'm aware of who was here before us. 
Why did they check out? Like at the hotel. <laughs> or die. <laughs> Form of business partners. Hmm. And they ceased being profitable business partners. Duly noted. So you're saying you need new business partners? Uh-oh. Drugs, that's kind of like, like, not like it's suavely, just kind of, so you need new business partners. <laughs> oh, no, he says, not my department. You have to speak with Lamar. Hmm. Well, uh, after they kind of look around, Eric just kind of extends his hand. Uh, thank you for your help. He kind of looks at your hand and looks at you. Uh, seems I to get... mull it over for a moment and then shakes your hand. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I was about to give him a, a couple of gold because okay. he showed us the place. <laughs> Drunk does that because he's unfamiliar with customs. He knows when people show you a new room, you tip them. All right, he uh, he takes it, or as you extend your hand with some coin in it, uh, he reaches out definitely and grabs it. No hesitation there. Yeah. Uh, pockets it and says, uh, good luck, and leaves. <clears throat> Afterwards, Drunk says, was that the proper custom? You tip the guy who shows you your house, right? Probably couldn't have hurt in this case. Typically, when it's under less than shady circumstances, yes. But I would agree with our lady monk here. Probably not a bad thing to tip the guy that knows where you live and could stab you in the middle of the night. Mm. So, taking a bit of a more defensible look around the place. Yeah, that's what, that was the next thing I was going to do. It has the upside of only having one <clears throat> major area of uh, ingress in the, the front door. Uh, it doesn't really have a anything seriously blocking it, just kind of a ratty curtain. There are a couple windows in two of the outlying rooms, but they're high and they're small. <clears throat> the <clears throat> central room is large and can, could, become, could potentially become comfortable. And make either perception or investigation as you search around. 2016. 10. And I'm probably doing an investigation. I'm doing kind of a, a large once-over. 21. Um, the six and a half foot tall half orc says, I'd like the large room. <laughs> Do I have to kneel, like, duck under things? My height actually hasn't really come into play then. Not really. Okay. In, in a world with such varying ties, especially in a multicultural area, you're probably not that tall. Okay. Also, most people don't like a, a roof that's like inches above their head. So they usually build not like doorways and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you'll have to duck through occasional doors and stuff. I'm six foot five and I barely have to duck. I, I hit my head on things, but like I can make it through most doorways. All right, Kiaran, uh, while searching through the dwelling, uh, you find a essentially a secret hatch in the floor of one of the rooms. Ooh, huzzah! That actually helps because if there wasn't one of those, that was going to be Eric's just, like major thing: finding a shovel and digging away out of this place. <laughs> <laughs> it does it look like it's been disturbed recently? It does not. I'm going to open it. Okay. Inside, you find it's about a four foot by two foot by two foot little hidey hole. And there is a wooden chest with a iron lock on the front of it. Uh, the it chest out. seems to be heavy and hardy. Uh, as you, you strain to lift it, but manage to do so. Is the lock... Uh, how old is it? Can I tell? It's certainly seen its fair share. The wood is... Worn and sandblasted, uh, but nevertheless, you give it a, a good knock, and it sounds very solid. The lock itself shows sort of tinges of rust on the edges of it, but you give it a, a hard yank, 
and just kind of rattles and clatters. Uh, it seems sturdy enough. I'm going to call Eric. I answer the summons. See if you can lockpick this. I found it down here. Uh, 17. 17? Uh, sadly, the lock is a little bit too much for you at this moment. Uh, you could probably try again another time. Eric <clears> looks at the lock, looks at his hammer, looks back at the lock, <laughs> looks back at his hammer. I do want to look at the lock, actually. Okay. Like, is there anything unique about it, or is it just like a... Uh, perception, I'm going to make an investigation be most appropriate here. Okay. Well, after I try to pick the lock, I, I just explore the hole. Okay. Uh, it's like it's just a little hidey hole. Yeah. And it's, it's very well hidden once the uh, the hatch is closed. I'll throw a little bit of sand over it and it almost disappears. Um, <clears throat> Draken approaches the lock. He does have a key and he tries it. Where did you get that key from? Oh, just a random key. Where did you yep. get a random key from? Do you remember where you got the random key? Oh, no, it's like a random item that I have. Oh, okay. Gotcha. From Not from Shade. Yeah, not from Shade. Okay, it doesn't work. Ah, like, I have a bunch of keys. But no, like, Eric, you have a bunch of keys, don't you? Yeah, they yeah. still have all of them. One of these times. <laughs> you were passed out that entire time. I know. Try them, and then I want the keys. Okay. Yeah. I like keys. So Eric tries each key on the lock. Those were the three you took from the... Yeah, he's not He's not overly convinced they're going to work, but he's doing it to humor her. Yeah, two don't even fit, and one that does doesn't turn. He's like, I, I'd like to keep one as a memento of the heist, person, if, if you don't mind. Can I have the other ones? No, no that's fine. Sweet. <clears throat> I've got a key. Pull out another key. And... We just try all. I have all these big keys out of nowhere. Where did you get that key from? This one was a special key, actually. I do remember him finding a key, actually. Is a magical one, and we're all gonna die now. Maybe. Cool. That one. Ah, uh, yes, that key. I forgot about this key. Got a key this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> it's his key, though. Drop was not expecting this reaction. <laughs> Everyone was gonna look at him like it was stupid. I have a bunch of keys too, actually. I haven't tried mine yet. Well, okay. When she asks Eric to do to, to try the key, there is like a sigh, a roll of his eyes, and like it's clear he's doing it to humor her. Like he he makes it very obvious he doesn't think it's gonna work. But you like her. That's why he does it to humor. He carried you out of a den of iniquity. Like, say a den of iniquity? Yes, I did. <laughs> of inequality or iniquity? Iniquity. It's <laughs> of inequality. Probably that too. Okay. Uh, he and Mike would have left you behind. The key doesn't seem to fit at first, um, but then the from like the handle part of it, uh, you feel like a, a warmth uh, in your palm, and the lock seems to shift uh, its shape somewhat. And then the key slides in. Does it turn? Uh, do you try to turn it? Well, I don't know now. <laughs> um, you're, yes. you're already inside. You okay. might as well start. In for a penny, in for a pound, right? <laughs> you're already inside. Or you if Eric well hears the, lock, the click of the lock, because he knows he didn't check the thing for traps, he dives <laughs> away. Uh, the lock does click, oh. and it is trapped. So cool. Everyone... Everyone make dexterity saving throws. Eric's has advantage oh. on his. Yay! Guess who's not good at those? Oh my god, alright. Guess oh. who is? 17. Okay, so you are going away. <clears throat> oh, I think I technically have disadvantage on these, being all armed and armored. No, as I am. not on no. saving throws. Oh, okay, well, I got a two, so. Natural 20. Ooh. 26. Mm, you die. Let's put on the shelf for now. Okay. So, saving throw, natural 20 for Eric's, total of a whole shitload. 
Drop four. Four. <laughs> seventeen. You're on seventeen? Three. Three. All, All right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna roll with it. You do out of the way. He's like looking at the hole, so he hears a click, and he's like, shoot! Yep. Uh -oh. <laughs> like no. Diving into the hole, probably. We are decidedly not rolling with it. <laughs> there is no rolling involved. Oh, that was a lot of dice. That's bad. I feel like my roll wasn't even good enough. Okay. Uh, for the people who failed their save, Drock and Farron, a 29 points of damage. Oh, and shit. for those of you who made it, you get 14. What kind of damage? Huh? What kind of damage? Uh, it's half piercing and half fire, so... so I um, get half damage on the fire. Okay, so you'll take uh, a quarter of that reduced. So you took 14, so you'll take 11. Okay. Um, Ow. As from the lock, uh, blazing hot sand like shoots in every direction, uh, singeing and like lacerating you with its uh, speed. Okay. Um, and then seems to... Stop after a, a moment. Okay. Welcome home, folks. Here's yeah, your housewarming gift. The, uh, the room is very messy. <laughs> Eric, I guess Eric probably dived into the hole to avoid the, the damage beam, I guess. Uh, I think you just the jumped out the doorway. Tiny. Or whichever. Yeah. Uh, Kieran, jump behind Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Operation Meat Shield. <laughs> Eric's like pokes his head back into the room. How y'all doing? <laughs> Did it damage the room? Is, is, no, the room's fine. Oh, okay. Who cares about the room? Did it damage what's inside the box? No, is, just the lock. Oh, okay. The box is still closed. Okay. Is anyone dead? No, just very badly burned. Yes. <laughs> Mostly dead. No, I, no, I think it's just my eyes. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. I have burning sand in my eyes. That's what... I'm yeah. in incredible well, pain. Like, Eric's is more, I guess, pierced than he is burned by... I'm hmm. down to seven hit points, so yeah, I'm not doing... Time to fix this. To be fair, okay. we're not exactly in the middle of a dungeon. We can go straight into like a long rest when necessary. This is true. All right, yeah. I suppose it's true. But we just got out of a long rest away. Yeah, you can't. Well, we can hang around the house long enough to That's have that true. take Let's over. Let's not have an adventure right now. Yeah. <laughs> just to this house is our adventure. It's almost, the wounds a little bit so we're not sitting there like It's mostly bleeding. irrelevant since we're not in the middle of a dungeon. Yeah. What is inside the box, Drock? You open the, Drock opens the box? Well, yeah. when he goes, just, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fool me once. <laughs> Just double check that there's not like a second trap on this thing before we do that. Eric's is going to check for any more traps on this chest. All right, check away. Also, I would like to know if the key was damaged. Oh, the key's fine. Key's fine. Like the the sand blast wasn't enough to really kind of seriously damage any physical, physical object. It like, just hurts skin. Hard, I mean, hard other objects. than us. Yeah, hard objects <laughs> are fine. Clothes are a little bit sort of. Some of them have a few minor tears, um, but on bare flesh, it, it hurt like the thickness. Investigation to fifteen. Investigation to fifteen. You don't find any further traps. Okay. It looks to be fine. Eric steps behind Drock as Drock opens it up. And is ready to kind of like... I'm still back there, by the way. <laughs> Drock opens it. Okay. There's a corona of light that emanates oh. from the <laughs> the chest as it opens very briefly. And then dulls. Uh, as you open it up, the chest is largely empty. Save for one thing. A human heart that appears to still be beating. Oh. Yeah, the telltale heart. That's not creepy at all. Eric's kind of... Peeks around. Are you poking it? No, I poke it first. <laughs> no, I want to poke it. Do they get like a slap fest and they try to like Drunk poke the heart first? Drunk turn poking the heart. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem to uh, respond in any fashion. Save for like squishing a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Farron, what's... What's Paylor got to say about this? Your magic. Is this an insight check or what? Can you define what magical... For what? Power so, this is? See, what Probably. the hell's going on? 
No, there's. I've never heard of this. Cast this is magic. the weirdest no, thing. No, no. I will cast Time stopping, I'm magic. cool with. Okay. A human heart in a box. I don't know. All right. No. After several minutes of prayer and meditation to mm-hmm. fulfill the requirements of the rituals and incense is burned, Eric decides to say as he's doing that. Okay. So he's looking at the heart. He goes, you know, since I turned into a devil, my life has just gotten weirder and weirder and weirder. Now we're finding parts and boxes that are still beating. Strange <clears throat> anybody else but me? <clears throat> no, that's weird. What if there's other parts, body parts and other boxes around the house? I like how this has unsettled us more than fucking time stopping. <laughs> we started again. We took that we, in stride. We were just in shock. We were just in shock. We were just taking a stride. He took it an opportunity. <laughs> that can work in our advantage. We what have like are we moments. Do with this? We have moments to settle down and actually consider things. We're not no. running on adrenaline here. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So what is there to detect magic? All right. Uh, you detect the heart does have magical aura about it. No shit. And after a moment of meditation and uh, concentration, it is a uh, powerful aura of necromancy. No shit. <laughs> so. It told us exactly what we thought it would have told us. Yeah. Confirmed your suspicions. Okay. If it had been anything else, though, we would have needed to know. This is okay. exactly my area of expertise. I'm going to raise the question. Do we want to ask Kamar about this? Maybe. I'm going to ask my arcana skill first. I'm going to ask... Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I'm going to ask that my general barding jack of all trades. Go for it. Um, it's going to be plus one either way, because I have no intelligence. 18. Hey, all right. Arcana is 16 for me. Knowledge Bard. Okay. So yeah, Arcana would be... Eric's this character is not. Yeah, uh, so Eric's... The heart can be certainly kept alive by... or seemingly alive or sort of in a state of undeath by necromancy for far beyond whatever natural life would allow. Uh, To what end, you're not quite sure. Um, If we encounter someone that's seemingly immortal, I'm destroying this heart. uh, Drock, however, knows that such a thing would potentially be able to bind a another creature to um, like a long like long term undeath and perhaps the heart is connected to some other creature mm. that still lives in some capacity. I relate the information in a less succinct and eloquent way. Okay. Eric says that if we encounter something seemingly immortal, I'm destroying this heart. I'm just <clears throat> putting that out there. He makes like a stabby motion when he says it. We destroy the heart. No, we're not strong enough. We should heal up, wait till tomorrow, and then destroy the heart. Okay. Are we not? Are we not on board with that? I, I don't know. There's a heart in a box. <laughs> Farron did it, not, Tiara did not seem to <laughs> like that plan. Okay. So there's a few reasons why somebody would put a heart in a box. One, it's their own heart. They want to be immortal, whatever. It's a romantic gesture. Yeah, uh, I was thinking of that one too. Honestly, <laughs> if you're super gothic. Or <laughs> he put his heart in a box. Uh, kind of heights of the Caribbean. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> the another reason could be somebody's being controlled in the method in which you would say, like, okay, I'm gonna threaten you because I could destroy your heart at any time. Go do my bidding. Hmm. Or I don't know. There's there's other there's possibilities an here. Now yeah. we need to inquire. You about say we found a Horcrux. Yeah. No, I think we inquire about the former inhabitants. They said that they were partners. That means that the Noel, I forgot his name. Hamar. Hamar. Hamar probably knew who they were. He might have information about it. This looks like it's been here for a while, though, based on the rust on the lock and everything. So it could have been even before them. Hmm. And we don't know enough about the previous residents. Scavenger hunt! Yeah, let's search the rest of the house. Can we put yeah. this somewhere safe? Like, back first? in the hole? 
Maybe back in the hole. Maybe Remember, that was like, it. I don't know. How many traps have we encountered? That was the most damage I have received. I got less damage when I fell into a pit of spikes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love that one. Just... <laughs> one. Just seriously? I'm going to jump over a pit of spikes. One. I need to think of that with the contractor that built that spike pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I was still standing after it. You did bonk your head pretty good. Oh, no, I got seriously jacked up. I think I took like 24 points. All right, let's let's put the heart back in the hole. No. <laughs> Can we put it in? Drock's holding on to Are you holding Drock? it? No. Let go. Let go. Fine. fine. Can we look for other trapdoors? If there's one, there might be more. Yeah, let's yeah. search the house. Okay. Well, let's put so, this back for now. So we, find a box we search like the a house. In it. Okay. Assembly. Uh, searching the rest of the dwelling, if you don't find, find other anymore. seemingly animate parts, we're not putting it back together. That's I've seen that movie. <laughs> or Eric says oh. I've read that book. You no, know we could talk to this about is about that. Oh, yeah, the, the shy, the shy. You know, still, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, yes. We have okay. We still have to do that. We still have to um. We have to yeah. talk to a merchant. We gotta talk to a person about a thing. You're gonna ask about this whole necromancy thing. See if anybody yeah, in town. Yeah, she is would know. This? We just let's 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 we clear our to, debt before we ask her any other questions. This is true. We have to clear our debt, money wise. Deception. <laughs> <laughs> failed. You failed. As he's doing this, Eric's is just. <laughs> if you are all inclined to not disagree with Drop, let me know because I make a deception of of sixteen. Can, since oh, Eric's is trying to cover up and like have Drock's like flailing is not be so obvious. Can I make a rule like, you know, giving him advantage or like covering it up or something? Since he's. Eric's just trying to like, no, no, no for, like. Act super casual. I'm a little flustered because I just or got blasted like, with sand. So but also I'm make a it seem bit. less like obvious that they're trying to hide something. <clears throat> I don't know how you want to play it exactly. I, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I wrote a 16 deceptions. This is what he's trying to do, but. Does anyone have the inclination? It's going to be Drock acting We weird. don't know what you're doing, but we sure as hell don't think you're doing what you say you're going to be doing. I don't know, I'm pretty sure Farron just think Drock acts weird and that's how he is. So <laughs> I mean he's he's not like Joe just had a spit take there. Oh man, that was close. <laughs> I'm not was... spitting that all over me. I, yeah. I know, that's why I don't know, it's like my phone and the microphone and John. I was like, and no. My phone. <laughs> I mean right. it's really not out of character. <laughs> just to be all right, so, yeah, we search the rest of the house. In general, you know, looking for the extra, other trapdoors or anything, any other oddities. Okay. Yeah, you don't find any other strangeness or oddities. Uh, can I can I get healed, though? I guess. So, um, after we search the house, I guess we're all going to gather back together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I think it's time for a team meeting. To me, can I say something first? I'm weirdly proud of that. <laughs> yes. Can I go first with the team meeting? Sure. Family meeting? Are we doing team or, team or family? House meeting. Well, I'm not related to like. Oh, it's our first house three meeting. Quarters of this group, so. First of all, I think the team needs to have a name. Oh God. I that's my first point of order. Is that a thing? Point of order. Is that what you say in meetings? Sure. Point of order. What team name. Now? I want to go with Viper Strike. Why? Because it sounds cool. We have nothing to do with snakes besides the snakes that we killed in the desert, which were decidedly enemies. Scorpion. Strike. Eric pulls out the little skull. <laughs> yeah, you kept that skull. I remember. Remember, <laughs> remember. <laughs> I thought his finger and, like puppets the mouth a little bit oh, no. as you guys are having that conversation. Okay, I'll just leave it out there. We can... As you begin to puppet it, 
you like no 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 and stop and it continues going. <laughs> you just called up That's more new. skeleton snakes into our house. The <laughs> Did you forget I had that skull? No, of course not. <laughs> but now it seems to be animate on its own. Um, Smash it with your hammer. Finger. I was going to say, like, here comes the hammer. Uh, and whoops around and tries to bite you. AC 14. Oh, crap. Are you wearing That's your... actually a miss. Okay. Uh, Bring the hammer. Uh, that is 15. 15? All right. Uh, you that... son of a bitch. Uh, that will hit. Uh, yep. You smash it into uh, bone shards. Okay, this is oh, you see Eric's is just like, the look of like, why? <laughs> Trying to bite you. And that's a, a it was like this. <laughs> All right, you, Kiaren uh, and Farron, uh, who have the highest passive perceptions, uh, hear uh, shouts of alarm uh, from out in the town somewhere. There's sand snakes out there. <laughs> sand skeleton snakes. What are their names? What are they called? I don't think we ever do. They were sand just... skeleton. The SSS. All right, so we we, really we stay inside. The triple S. How have we injured ourselves more in here <laughs> than we did on our deadly infiltration <laughs> of the water baroness? I don't know about you. Jeez. I had six hit points when I walked out of there, and I was carrying her body. That's fine. You watch the door. Can you, you do that? Heal us. Can't you do that group heal thing? Yeah. All right. So we hear the commotion in the street. Eric's picks up, peeks his head out the door to try to see if he can get kind of a beat on what's causing the commotion. Are we gonna do healing before we all run out there, or no? So you hear shouts coming from probably it a few blocks like away. Not. Okay, <laughs> but, just go for it. Uh, you can't quite see what's the cause of it. Alright, so Eric's kind of curses under his tongue in Infernal. Something about, if anybody can actually understand it. Something about um, cause and effect. And then kind of bolts out the door down the street. Snakes. Aaron is going to give himself a quick cure uh, wounds on the way out. Because this seems like it's going to get dicey. <clears throat> Alright, and Drock is giving chase? Yep. Alright. Um, I'll follow them. As we're closing in, is it safe to say Eric's noticed that the bludgeoning was more effective than, like, swords and stuff? Last time, yes. Okay. Just, I'm making sure, so I'm not metagaming. So, Eric, Eric's, based on his uh, suspicions, pulls out his crowbar. Okay. Because it's really the only blunt instrument he has. You took, like, half damage too, right? <laughs> I took, like, half quarter. Like, I only took, ended up taking 11 hit points all told. I took Fine. some damage if you're handing out healing. Yeah, if, in the long run, if you're handing out healing, I'm not going to turn it down. Right. I'm probably the least needing of it out of all of us. Because okay. you were smart and dope out of the way. <laughs> probably helped that I called that Eric's just trying to dive out of the way before John even actually intimated there was a trap. Yeah. The rest were kind of like, oh, look, let's open it. There's probably not a trap. And we don't know if that glowing was a second trap. We just haven't seen the effects of it yet. Yeah, maybe. We're all radiation poisoned now. Maybe it was a warning system, and whoever knows that they put it in there knows that we opened it. Or we broke the seal on the spell, and the heart's going to stop beating soon. This could go bad in a long way. Are we in rounds or anything? So you you did yourself for 20-something? 22, yeah. 22, okay. So, as you charge down the... I'm trying to figure out how much time I have. Sounds like we're kind of in mid-run here. Yeah, as you charge down the alleyway, you come around the corner and see four... Uh, snakes, skeletal, uh, down to their bones. Uh, not even like a, a barest hint of flesh still on them. The bones bleach white in the sun. Sliding down this the the road like they don't even care. A few people have uh, stopped to fight them. Uh, you see one person fully kind of bound up, uh, being being squeezed by uh, one of them. 
Uh, none of them seem to have noticed or uh, have any attention towards the lot of you as you kind of round the corner there. There are about uh, almost a dozen people kind of uh, in the road, either fighting or fleeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Um, Eric just runs up to like the nearest one, probably not the one that's bound to somebody since he's about to club it with the uh, crowbar. Okay. Uh, and just tries to start wailing on it. Gotcha. Uh, Drop. what's your plan? I'm going to cast <clears throat> Shatter, but not with someone who's constricted. I'm going to cast an isolated, biting one. Metagame. <laughs> sure, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you can find a, a lone snake and um, blast him with your Shatter. Okay. <laughs> so while you go ahead and roll damage for that, Eric's go ahead and uh, roll your attack roll. Alright, it's going to be AC 18. AC 18? Okay, you don't get your proficiency with the crow water. So, 16. Okay, still a hit. Uh, it's not considered a simple weapon? It's uh, like an improvised weapon. That's fine. I'm just, if, I, I was assuming, because I think we were using it like the club last time. Yeah, it's going to be club it. damage, but it's not really weighted for combat. Either way, okay. AC 16. That'll still hit. Uh, uh, am I getting any kind of sneak attack on this? Just um, in terms of the damage die I'm rolling? No, not on this one, now. That's fine. Uh, it's going to be six points of damage. All right. Retcon something, or maybe not retcon, maybe ask a question to clarify pacing. Sure. How long does it take you to do your healing? The regular spells are like a single action. So the one seconds. you just did, though. The one I just did was a single action. So you just do it? Yeah, just okay. like. Oh, never mind then. Some okay. of them are on a bonus action, so it's so like three, three seconds. Yeah, okay. so this is part of the round. I was going to say, if it took you longer than that, I would have stayed behind to defend if mm. he was occupied and mm. we're hearing screams. But it sounds like it's a fast thing, so never mind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Drock, go ahead and roll your... Oh, I need to make a saving throw for a shatter. Disadvantage. Alright, uh, fail. Oh, that was good. Um, ah, same result. 13. Alright. What do you mean, same result? That's the first time you've cast that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and then... So, Kiaran and Farron, uh, who have sort of lagged behind the other two charging around, uh, around the corner, with the strike and the, the shattering magic... Uh, the two snakes that have been attacked by you guys seem to turn their attention towards a lot of you. And uh, let's go ahead and get some initiative going. Ah, crap. Alright. And yes, Hark, what is that I hear on the winds? Alright, I'm trying to turn you. Uh, the snake that Eric's bit, or smashed, uh, turns away from the guy it was biting a moment ago and lashes out with bony fangs. Uh, Alright, AC 12 is going to miss. Uh, and then, ooh, uh, how about AC 16? That is an exact hit. All right. Uh, so as you dodge its, its uh, strike, it winds its way around you, uh, constricting you in its uh, grasp and crushing you for five points of damage. Okay. I uh, Hellfire Rebuke. All right. That sounds cool. Or Hellish Rebuke, sorry. Close enough, though. Okay. The message gets across. Yeah. Big old step off. <laughs> step off my Kool Aid. Eight, eleven, twenty. So it makes a deck save. Okay. And I'll give it disadvantage because it's constricting you. Alright, mm-hmm. it fails. Alright, yeah, so it takes 20 points of fire damage. Alright, it is blown apart. <laughs> and, uh. Yeah, you just, it wraps around him, you just see, like, fire explode out like of him. anime, just. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kiaren, 
uh, you hear sort of a strange uh, and lilting melody on the echoing between the the buildings. Uh, that familiar. Snake sand lady. We gotta find her. You are up. I can't tell from where it's coming from. No, you cannot. All right, I'm gonna. Okay, so Eric's killed one. There's three left. Yes. One is constricting a. Oh, one of them is constricting NPC. a uh, dude guy. A dude. Uh, and then another one is a sort of. It was attacking just a random townsfolk, but now it's turned and uh, seems like it's coming towards. Which one's closer? Here. Um, the one that dropped hit earlier is the closest. I'm going to go after that one, and I'm going to attack it with an unarmed strike. Okay. Go ahead and make your attack roll. 15. That will hit. Borrow some damage dice. Sure. What are you rolling? D6? D4? I am rolling a D4. Six points of damage. Okay. All right. Uh, that will shatter it to pieces. Hmm. Well, basically, like, smash away the structural integrity of it. It kind of falls apart. Shaking to bits. Poorly engineered snakes, these. They don't have any muscles. Give them a break. <laughs> All right. Uh, you still have a bonus action. Yes. I want to... A head on a long neck or a head on a long tail? How close is the other one? Can I get to it in my turn? Can I use my move action to get there? Yeah. If you, I think one of your uh, key abilities is to get a dash action as a bonus. Sounds right. Sounds right. I can't find the... Okay. Yeah. yeah, you can spend a key point and zip over there. Okay. All right. Uh, Farron, you're next. Uh, okay. I also hear that? Correct? Yes, you do hear okay. also hear the same. Uh, I think my passive is a little higher. Do I get any sort of indication of direction? No. no. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to run over to Drock, because I know he got super hurt earlier, and I'm going to try to do uh, another cure on him as well. Okay. Uh, also second level. All right. So that way you get two... Not nearly as good. Sorry, bud. Uh, so that's four. Five. So you're at nine plus four from the bonus deal. So you get thirteen back. I'll take that. All right, Eric's. Uh, um. Uh, sorry, you rolled really badly. In your oh, I thought Eric's already went. Uh, no, you, no, he was reacting to being attacked. Oh. Okay. Hell, hellish rebuke is a reaction. Uh, okay. Um. Is the guy that's being constricted still? Uh, yeah, he's still he's presently still being constricted. Oh. <laughs> so Eric's going to turns the crowbar on him. Sorry, <laughs> tries to beat the uh, snake off of him. Get this thing off of me! <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to hit you, so I'm just going to let you Well, die. actually, I mean, I guess I got the crowbar. Could I, like... Baseball bat that thing? Well, that was the initial idea, but, like, it would have been... It would probably hurt him very much to try to pry the snake off. <laughs> so like, beating like, him with it is about this... Yeah. yeah. Alright, yeah, so I'm whacking him like a pinata, I guess, trying to get the snake off. Alright, go ahead and roll damage. Alright, we're making an attack roll and then proceed to roll damage. Pinata's probably not the best metaphor you could have used. That's no, no, it's, it's, it's an accurate metaphor. Alright, fine. AC 17 for four points of damage. Alright, uh, that will. That's not handy to pulse out. I know. Poor guy. That snake uh, does not appear to like being wailed on like a pinata <laughs> and turns on you, lashing out with its bite for AC 16. It. God damn it. Uh, which will... These guys are bizarrely precise. Draw blood for 17... Po- or sorry, 7 points of damage. Ooh, I was going to say, oh, damn, just dude! Just regular 7. Just regular 7. This is a moment of panic. And oh then it will attempt to constrict uh, AC 17 this time. Uh, Wait, is it biting me and constricting me, or is it constricting him? It's biting you, and then it's also constricting you. Okay, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure who's it's constricting. Because it was on him a second ago. 
Right. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, constricts you for five points of damage. Uh, and you are restrained while being constricted. What are you looking over there? Not fantastic. Not good, huh? See, right. that's 23... Alright, Drock. <clears throat> 28 points of damage are 10 so points left. we got him right. going. He's being constricted by a snake. There's mm-hmm. one snake who isn't really doing anything right now, hasn't acted yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, two other snakes are just presently destroyed. Okay, alright. So, How far away is he? Is he within move distance? Yeah, still? you can run over there. Um, alright. Hmm. <sighs> I don't want to do that. Pretty good combo, right? Alright. No. Don't I, I kill me, Drock! I am actually going to cast Invisibility. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to look around for because I know like I know this before, so I'm gonna look around for the like he lady. runs up to Erickson because he's gonna help and then goes invisible. <laughs> <laughs> he totally does too. I'll what save the you. hell. <laughs> yeah, I had an, I have an idea. Alright. Uh-oh. Running around you don't see the uh, the strange woman uh, sort of dressed uh, desert clad. Okay. Uh, as you did before. Okay. You hear Eric straight though. Out. Okay. What the shit? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, she doesn't see me though either, unless she looks at the ground. But, you know. The oh the bones of the snake that were exploded by Eric's begin to uh, rattle on the ground. Oh, that's uh, right. PRN. All right. I'm going after the one constricting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has to say it. An arm strike for. Uh, 18. 18? That's a hit. Six points of damage. Alright. Uh, it's looking almost destroyed. Do I... Oh! You can get a follow-up attack as a... As a bonus action, so uh-huh. I'm going to do that. Second attack. is really good. So I hit... Now I'll punch it side Now I can... Ooh, see, that's better. Eight points of damage. Alright, your follow-up strike... Shatter, scatters its bones and sends it flying across the street. Uh, <gasps> I got your back. <laughs> that whole life debt and all. <laughs> okay. Is the civilian guy still? I shouldn't call him a civilian. Is he? Uh, yeah, he's running, he's running away. Okay. Peasant. I feel like nobody in this town is a peasant, though. They're all, all right. peasants. Uh, Farron. All right. I'm going to go see if we can find the source of this. I'm going to go looking for uh, Snake Lady. Okay. Snake lady hunting. <laughs> Although snake lady has a whole different meaning now. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay, running uh, running around. Make a perception check. Did you? Uh, Did I get a charge about? There you are. No, you well, you ran over to Eric's and turned invisible. That was your oh. turn. Well, that's not great. <laughs> that's a thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Um, you search through a couple of the adjoining streets, but don't see any sign of her. Okay. Um, as a bonus action, I guess I can throw a healing word back for, uh... Is there a range on that? That's a good question, actually. I have it right here. Um, 60 feet. 60 feet? No, I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, just doing the first level this time. Minimum. Yikes. Uh, but you still get... What be six plus? No, three, you get nine back. I'm bad for rolling. That's yeah, dude. Those are standard. Okay. Eric's. There's one remaining snake. Uh, so far, he kind of charges at it, doing like a golf style swing to try to okay. crack its skull off. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Four. Yeah. Damn it. Eleven. Uh, Eleven will miss. Yeah. Next on my list of things is to probably buy a club. All three snakes are now their their bones are sort of shaking and rattling on the the ground. Drop. Get that lady. All right. So 
I run around and search. Okay, make a perception check as you run around. All right. Ah, fucking eight. 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 You don't find it. Okay. As a bonus action, I will give because I can give inspiration while still invisible. That's not a spell mm-hmm. or attack. Yeah. Mm. What's the rules? Alright. I'll have it this time. <laughs> You're setting a precedent. Like, well, watch yourself, Mr. Drop. <laughs> there and find the yeah. Snake Mistress. You hear a shout. Okay. He runs into that tower. Founder! <laughs> <Okay. laughs> the remaining snake comes over to Kiaran. Uh, AC 19. Hits. And bites you for three points of damage. And then, ooh, constricts you for eight points of damage. Wrapping around and squeezing you tight. No bueno. You're hurting pretty bad too, now. Please, Uncle Farron. Kiaran, you're up. Alright. So you're currently restrained, which reduces your speed so you can't move, and you have disadvantage on attack rolls. Okay. (laughs) That's defined as reducing your speed so you can't move. Reducing. I'm still conscious. So. I'm going to attack. All right. Or badly. Ooh. 11. Remember, you have a disadvantage. No. No. 11 or better. So 11 is my worst. Okay, that's going to miss. Can I use my bonus action? You can. I'm going to try again. Ooh, there you go. Much better. 25. I still have disadvantage, yeah? Do you? Well. 17. 17 will still hit. Sweet. Five. Five? Alright. You give it a, a good crack, but it still re- remains on you, uh, squeezing the life from you. Uh, uh Farron. I'm gonna go search again. Alright. You know what? I'm gonna roll you this time. Oh, hell. Cool. Uh, being betrayed by Remember, my dice I here. used to give you a... Okay. Inspiration. Uh, that's a d6, right? Yeah, d6. Okay. So we're at ten. Uh, oh. Sixteen! Okay. Uh, coming around the corner very inspired. Uh, of one of the streets, you're like two, like a street and a half away now, so you're a little ways away from your party. Okay. Um, you see the uh, the woman coming down, still dressed in kind of a desert nomad's clothes, loose-fitting uh, cloth about her, dark tan flesh, much like you, almost exactly what you saw her last time. Uh, she's almost be kind of gliding across the uh, the ground, sort of like a like a royal sort of wave of sand beneath her feet. As she sees you, her eyes fill with what appears to be abject hatred. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> it's the same one. <laughs> she doesn't like us. That was fair and Eric's. So Kieran's still tied up? <gasps> yeah. Alright. He swings the crowbar like a pinata at her. Uh, I'm short. Oh, AC 15? 15's a hit. Uh, five points of damage. Alright. It looks almost destroyed. Um... Uh, after he hits, he's like, I think we should go after whatever that snake lady is, because if I remember correctly, this is going to do us nothing. They will reform, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, do I notice, well, what You what don't know what's standing? going on there. Alright, is he around me, though? No, he's not. He okay, went I'm pretty direction. Right. Okay, I'm going to keep on searching. Okay. Random direction. Free action, right? You rolled yeah. a one. Oh, one. Here. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah, you can call out yeah. now. You can call and say, hey, she's over here. I did. Okay. Well, At whatever point that would be relevant. All right, uh, it managed to save about half of Drock's movement in that direction. Okay. Uh, all right, Kiaren, you are going to continue being squeezed. Can I, like, wriggle or shake or mm. try and kick him? Or rattle? Or just, 
Rattle and roll. Yeah, you're just gonna get just gonna get smushed. Just gonna get smushed, okay. Uh ooh, ten points of damage. Uh ooh. then I'm unconscious. Uh oh. You get scar point if you survive. Right. Okay. <laughs> Key point being that you have to survive. Well Do that... I do my saving throw now or later? On your turn. Okay. So later. Oh you got plenty of time. Yeah, um this fight's about to resolve all like our last one. <laughs> Alright, the Sand Woman. Uh, oh, here it comes. Pauses in her. Her uh, no, just sorry. She doesn't even pause. She continues kind of gliding along the the ground. Okay. Um, but extends one of her hands, and uh, from it, a, a searing blast of sand uh, goes in your direction, but misses. Okay. Searing sand. Ooh. Sound familiar? Was yeah, that, it really does. Was it at all similar to the sand that hit us before? Uh, I mean, you're not really like a sand connoisseur, but. <laughs> Uh, it certainly was. It was fire, certainly firing out of someone's hand. There are like twenty-five words for sand here. In <laughs> All right. Uh, the first snake that was destroyed, the one by the hellish rebuke, uh, reconstitutes. Uh, Kiaren, make your death save. Sixteen. All right. One happy face for Kiaren. The second one that was destroyed, I believe that one was by Kiaren's mighty kick, also reconstitutes. Fair enough. She's over here. <laughs> Shouting to everybody. Uh, Everyone has now heard. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so... Nobody's in range of me except Snake Lady, yep. so I'm going to make a spell attack okay. for a Guiding Bolt. And at what point do I have to declare if it's maximized or not? Um, Let's do it now. Yeah, yeah you right. have to do it before. Yeah. Okay. Maximize that. Using my handy-dandy, conveniently perfect for my particular role, uh, holy symbol thing. And that's going to be a 19 to hit. That'll hit. So maximum damage. Okay. Uh, that's 6. Or I'm sorry, it's 4d6. So 24. 24, yeah. Okay. And it's all radiant. It's all radiant. If that matters. We're going? Yeah, uh, we're good. Yes, okay, cool. Ooh, that was a tense yeah, moment. I know, it scared me a little bit. No, we're talking, so the waveform got low. <laughs> um, all right, that will hit. And the holy light seems to obliterate her. Oh, uh, yeah. Remembered that one. As a uh, as she's struck by it, uh, it seems it's like seems to sear away and kind of she melts almost like candle wax before the uh, the light. But instead of like rivulets of blood or flesh, it's just sand pouring out. Okay. Uh, until uh, her form is no more, um, merely a, a pile of sand on the ground. Okay. Uh, as she falls, uh, the snakes all just fall apart into piles of bone. Never mind, I got it. Okay, so before anybody returns, Eric grabs another one of the skulls and puts it back. This one's considerably larger. Uh, okay. You're a little bit of a hoarder, you know that, right? Um, Rock does <laughs> He's a, a rogue that likes stealing things. Rock uh, casts Healing Word on Kiaren. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, after or... he takes the skull, he tries to make sure she's stabilized. Five points. Woohoo! Should bring you. Uh... Oh, yeah, five. you started one again, right? Do I start out? No, you, you start four. healing from zero. That's what I thought. So yeah. I'm at five. Yeah. Okay, so you're conscious again. And I become visible. Yep. Well, oh, wasn't that the mighty coincidence? <laughs> yeah. Not. Crazy thing, that. Not at all. Is everyone okay? I, I say that together. Everyone is run away? Mostly. Yeah, there's a few people popping out and like, uh, there's like, a little smattering of applause. <laughs> well, for, yeah. this was Team Viper Strike! I yell loudly. Eric pinches the bridge of his nose, kind of like shakes his head. Also, so much for a low profile. Right. I'm still in my, I'm still in my robe. <laughs> we're all still cloaked, I guess. We're still, we're all still cloaked. I didn't take off my cloak. 
However, now people know Team Viper Strike. Oh, my, that's our name now. I said it loudly. There are people around. I'm going to just start walking away. <laughs> Eric dejectedly walks back to the walking house. Walking away. I'm okay. going to take a sort of a roundabout, because now that we're very high profile, I don't want to walk just straight back to where we live now. Oh, that's where they live. Well, Eric, once he gets into the shadows, he, I guess, takes a stealthy path back. But All right. Probably not as roundabout as she needs to, since he can disappear. <laughs> it's in the shadows. Too much shadow because it is like midday. But uh, once is, he can be yeah. like unseen, essentially. Right. Truck is walking straight back. All this old stuff. Of course, he's <laughs> just tromping back. <laughs> Team Viper Strike, huzzah! Walk back to my house. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get some air. Yeah, I'm gonna spend my last second level and do a prayer of healing. Way we don't get ourselves caught again that way. So um, that's gonna be. Is that for just you? That, or no, that's everybody actually. It's so, probably once we're all actually back at the house. Yeah, right? it takes yeah. ten minutes to do. But and I'm gonna play a song of rest while we do that, and oh, then tack on another six points to whatever you do. Okay, that should cap everybody actually, because that's thirteen by eighteen uh, plus four more, so twenty-two plus the six. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that's almost my full. That's twenty-seven. But yeah, so we I think we should all be capped again. Yes, okay. But I am out of second levels. So am I. All of you experience a sudden kind of wave of disorientation momentarily as you're walking back into the the dwelling. Um, you're not quite sure quite where you are, uh, but then you realize that you, Baron, just finished healing everybody and you're about to kind of get back into discussing what's going on with the your new place and your plan before you're so rudely interrupted by uh, some strange sand woman and her snakes. Drock begins playing something and tooling with the words Viper Strike in different rhyme schemes. Okay. So are we now the V-team? Viper Strike. Actually, I don't know how to run Viper Strike. I think he's got it. Alright, um... I'm gonna make up a theme song now. Oh, no. Yeah, if you can get... I'd like a Drock Viper Strike theme song. I need people with musical talent. So sure. <laughs> who, has mu- who has musical talent who can help me with that? <laughs> Just do an acapella. <laughs> but if you're like bromes on the guitar. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so we now have our place. We need to know what we're doing going forward. And we, need, we need to secure our place because there's clearly things that have gone on here that we are not aware of. We need to make sure that we either lock it down or... I agree. I like secure to... it in some other way. I agree. I mean, even... And we we don't really we weren't exactly given a lease or a set of rules, so making sure we have our own locks, I think, would be important. There's no lock. There's no door. <laughs> well, then getting our door. Okay. Yeah. Step one: get a door. Yeah, you have a lease on this place. Oh man. <laughs> Can you imagine signing a contract? Oh, so we have to God. find a carpenter. I'm pretty sure we can just find something that sells doors. I like. That. I think we there's just... probably a thriving door business in this city. I don't know why. It's just a. Come on. A place like, like we this. We just found a beating heart in a box, and we're arguing about what kind of door we're gonna go get. No, no, <laughs> we're arguing about what kind of door. We're arguing about just getting a door. <laughs> we'll get a door. Can Wait. we talk about the heart in the box? Yes, let's figure out the heart in the box. <laughs> My heart. Somebody was was dead set on stabbing it. Are we still doing that, or are we just sort of locking it back up? I was dead set on stabbing it if it became, if it was clearly a problem. Which shortly after that heart appeared, snaky time appeared. Yes, yeah, and we know say. that well, that lady was quote-unquote killed and just turned into sand she didn't lead hence yeah. the heart thing might be given what her. happened the last time we destroyed a random organ thing that we found in someone's bag maybe maybe no when we smashed the head the, yeah, that no. happened like one or we, two we do have someone we could ask should 
I was going to say, don't you guys know? We already have a debt to her. We need to finish paying off with that merchant. Uh-huh. That's one thing at a time. I do say to you, like, we do have someone we could ask about. One thing at a time. This is, like, side quest, the campaign. Yes. I joined a gang. We we got trapped in time. Shit happens. <laughs> we still actually have it. We haven't addressed half the crap that we've run into. An RPG. Oh, There's oh, a vampire oh. running around this town. We There's still all sorts actually of things complete... happening that we have not addressed. The, the reason you joined the gang has still not been resolved, actually. Really, like, like Tom, we have ten quests and like a bunch of question marks all over Shade. <laughs> Turns out this entire campaign is just modeled on the Big Lebowski, and we're just like trying to get the door for our place. <laughs> it really ties the room together. <laughs> but yeah, step one, I want I want to be able to sleep at night. So we're just so gonna have like, the an Asian guy randomly pissing at our door constantly. The, 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 the door Lebowski. is a primary concern because yeah. I want to be able to sleep. Okay. So we did work hard for this house. Yeah, it's secure. Yeah, I, it's the. Securing this place to me is currently, a, honestly, a bigger priority than the freaking heart. Um, <laughs> is it at all? Because if we leave that heart alone, I'm pretty sure it's not going to disturb us until we want to disturb it. Now, we also need to furnish it because I need a place to sleep and, you know. So we can find Shade's best interior decorators, you know, maybe get them, uh, get them working on it. I'm pretty sure I, 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 Eric's just thinking, I'll find uh, Shade's best uh, furniture store and rob it. You <laughs> <laughs> okay. just a bad appears. What? I am no help with the heart. Maybe I could actually go find the doorman. Okay. Okay. The door. We don't want a doorman. Okay. The, the door. The, the man with the doors. Yeah, the, the man, man with, with the doors. A doorman is something very specific. I will go investigate getting the doorman, and then I will haggle a price. I I'm seem, excellent at I haggling. I see problems with this plan. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um... Considering the activities we've gotten up to, and we'll probably get into the, the future, long term, we need a secondary escape route from this place. Probably not the hole with the heart in it. It's probably not where we want to start, but some other kind of tunnel out of here. Tunnel, ladder over the wall. Oh, did we dig? Staircase, something. I'm a good digger. Yeah, we can use him to dig. Okay. I would love to dig. But we're going to probably want to get like some wood in here to help support the tunnel. So it doesn't collapse on us. Get doorman and get more wood. I mean, the 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 digging the tunnel is probably going to be a long term thing. But even like the little um, what's it called? The opening where the chest was buried. It was really tiny. It was it was small, but it was supported. Turning this way is less game. Less game. That was more okay. So question: Is there plumbing in this world that we're in? Okay. Damn it, there goes my laying the pipe joke. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be good, listeners. Actually, just raise another question. What is the crapping situation? Outhouses? Do we have a crap hole? Like... There's no crap hole presently. Uh, <laughs> you can get yourself a pot and like a little chamber pot action. It is. It's a very um, chamber pot centric. Okay. This yeah. is a level of D&D detail that I am really unaccustomed to. <laughs> and I am really loving. I like the practicality. How many times a day do we Brent, have to roll? Welcome to homeownership. <laughs> <laughs> or renting, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's yours. We need to do an install. We need to install some speakers <laughs> now that we own the place. Sound system, we can paint the walls the whole night. You gotta, gotta talk with someone. You gotta talk with someone. I know a guy. <laughs> Alright, so we're on house detail for a bit. Who wants what? You're getting the door. door. I can do alternate escape route. Or at least planning well, it, because I'll probably need help with that. Do we also want to pool our money together to do this? How do we want to... Go get a quote. You get a... What's a quote? <laughs> Go find how much the door's going to cost us. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, Drop does not know what a quote is. <laughs> oh, no. 
laughing at the absurdity of the situation. All right, sorry, continue. <laughs> no, it's very appropriate. Okay, so I get a quote. An episode for... ago, we were fighting some monsters, and now we're like, and we need a dog. Like, we just got back, and now we're getting estimates from freaking carpenters. Like, what the hell? This is the life of the adventurer, okay? <laughs> okay. If we're going to leave adventuring things here, do we not want a door to keep other uh, people... The door is we're my... also not in the okay, best... Yes, we want a door. Go get a goddamn door. I will pay for the door myself. Let's just get the damn Let's thing. Stop Let's stop arguing it. about it. Do it. Moving on. Okay, do you guys, if you guys want to do stuff while I get the door. Yes. Sure. Okay. Shoo, go away. I go into shade. I will... You're in shade already. Yeah. Well, yes. I will go into shade one proper. One accomplished. Okay. Um, I will use a... Uh, Quest log update. <laughs> <laughs> And invest it. What would be the appropriate like role for? You can do persuasion to ask around, or perception to try to look around. I will do persuasion. Okay. Um, sixteen. Uh, asking around, there aren't too many carpenters in shade. Uh, most of the the buildings are stone, as it's just kind of difficult to haul lumber across the desert. Mm-hmm. So that's a good point. The there's only a few people who have them. Uh, you know that Hafaz uh, Rahim. Had some some wooden doors, sort of as a, a sign of status. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw some wood at the the wellspring, and Sashai had some. Uh, there doesn't seem to be kind of a a door carpenter so, so much around. Uh, there are some people who are selling like chain kind of gates that they can like anchor down for you, mm-hmm. or some people are. There's a lot of people selling like different kind of rugs and ornamental. Coverings, mm-hmm. uh, which is what most people seem to have, like some sort of cr- heavy curtain or rug over the entryway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It also lets things breathe a little more, uh, mm-hmm. which helps true. for the, the hot okay. desert heat. Uh, <clears throat> however, mm. there are a handful of buildings that have doors that, with a little bit of retrofitting, if you could get a, your hand on the, the doors themselves, you could probably make them work on your dwelling. Now, are these buildings occupied? Yes, definitely. Oh, okay. Um, I knock on the door. All right. <laughs> Can we have your door? <laughs> well, I also got a truck. He's straightforward in his thievery. The door slides open, or swings open, I should say. Mm-hmm. And behind it, there is a... Oh, you hear a lock. Okay. Open. Uh, a rather portly uh, bugbear uh, opens up the door. He's got kind of a, a bit of a flop sweat going on. It's not really very comfortable to wear a fur coat this far out, uh, but he has a a pair of pretty wicked-looking hatchets uh, sit, hitting, hanging from both of his uh, hips. He kind of gives you an appraising look and says, uh, What can I do for you? <clears throat> Howdy, I am Drock the Rune Chanter. Of oh, the Viper? <laughs> Team Viper Strike? Oh, God, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I am its founding member. <laughs> No, 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 no. Right, George for staying low-key. Two greasy hands and clasps your uh, ears and says, Oh, I've heard such great things about you so recently that you uh, you and your brave team were saving people in the in the streets when they were being attacked. What, people what prompted you for such bravery? Our greatest award is that justice is done. <laughs> It's like the mass. opposite of the truth. <laughs> no, do I have to make a deception check? Or is it... Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. <laughs> um, still, 15. It says, Such heroism this far out in such a lawless place, I, it warms my heart. 
Please come in, come in. <laughs> go in. A drink to the hero. <laughs> I will accept it, sir. What is, so... what is your name? He says, uh, my name is Chedek. I'm Chedek. just going to call him Chet. <clears throat> Drock will use his appropriate name. <laughs> He brings you into a, a modest little dwelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like mm-hmm. one main room, and you can see two small rooms. One seems to have a little cot in it. He reaches over to a small chest, and from it pulls a decanter of like a, an amber liquid and uh, two glasses. Pours, pours them <laughs> liquid in both and hands it to you. He says, Between Viper Strike and the heroism within. <laughs> clink, clink. Drock is beaming. This <laughs> is. Gonna get drugged and robbed. <laughs> it's uh, shade. He takes a, a big swig. Um, if you follow suit, it's a a fairly heady whiskey, mm-hmm. but um, but pretty good. Mm-hmm. This is the day drop becomes a man. <laughs> <laughs> so what brings you to my doorstep, <clears throat> noble hero? The door. I I have perhaps an unusual request, but I have recently secured a dwelling, and we have been in the market for a door. I noticed you have a door. Now I was wondering if you know anyone where I can get a door, if you'd be willing to sell me the door, or perhaps some favor or quest Team Viper Strike could execute on your behalf. <laughs> Another side quest. I can taste it. It says, oh, I'm sorry, but I wouldn't be willing to part with this door. Oh, thank God. It, came at, it came at a rather... Uh, after a battle of unpleasantness. Hmm. But uh, me and its former owner, uh, we worked out our differences and uh, decided, you know, we'll put the past behind us and, and bury the hatchets. <laughs> He's trying to murder the... That was poor. I thought we were doing a side quest to get a door. This is so weird. Yeah, well, I understand. Probably continue my search for a door, because it is secure lodgings that I'm looking after. Because we, have, we as Team Viper Strike, have to make sure our abode is well fortified against the enemies who might seek retribution against us. Who would want to retribute against heroes? I, I don't even understand, but I'm, I, I understand personal safety. Team hit. Best, best of luck to you. <laughs> and to you, sir. I hope to meet your acquaintance again. He says, of course. Um, and then he kind of pulls you close and conspiratorially throws a, a furry arm over your shoulder. And he says, uh, you haven't seen any Imperials around, have you? Imperial. Do I have any idea? With any role of what that might Oh, yeah, that's like uh, Imperial soldiers, people down from the capital, um, like law enforcement types. Okay. <clears throat> I have not, but why do you ask? Says, well. Because if you are one, you have to tell me. <laughs> I was framed for a crime I didn't commit. <laughs> Can I? And that's why I'm on the lamb out here. <laughs> Can I really quickly do. God damn it. Insight? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. <sighs> oh, okay. Well, 17. <laughs> he probably did it. Probably. Uh, yeah, his, his he seems like he's got a pretty flimsy <laughs> story here. I was totally oh. framed, guys. Okay. He fell on my hatchet. 
20 times. <laughs> and, you ran into my name. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to clear my name, but they've they've got some... They're, they're keeping an eye out for me. And I was hoping that, as a, as a heroic type, you know, if, if you met any of them, you could uh, do the right thing and steer them away from me. Or uh, tell them the truth that I was framed and help them help them find the real culprit. Hmm. Uh, to find the real killer. Yes. Oh, did he say anything about killing? Nope, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, said, I said the real killer, and he said yes. <laughs> I could definitely speak with my team and look at that. We're going to become vigilantes and shit. The Imperials. Um, We're the worst people to become vigilantes. However, I would do this on my own accord. However, my team... Because we've unleashed a vampire. You know, Maybe. our team is valuable. We typically work in contracts. Do we? No. <laughs> we technically have we a do, contract We, we do house. now. We do now. <laughs> we've not been that consistent enough. But Rune Chanter, you said yourself that justice is its own reward. <laughs> and the highest of goals. Shouldn't you do everything in your power to mete out justice? That my wrongful accusation in exile here to this armpit of a town shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't fall on me? I would agree, but we have a tiefling in Team Viper Strike who's always very <laughs> who's always sneeze. very determined about making sure we're compensated for it. I would have to at least, you know. See that there's some quid pro low involved. Mm. Well, uh, I definitely understand squid pro bro. So, drop that along. That sounds right. <laughs> if you can clear my name, then, uh, in. Or find the and in so doing find the real killer. Mm -hmm, the real killer. Um, then you can have your door. Wait a minute. Is this the guy that we have to take out? We're not taking anybody out anymore. That was an alternate reality. No. What do we have to do instead? We have to maim him. What was the guy's name? Isn't this the one who like shelters puppies and donates to orphans? I don't think. I don't think he's that good. Vargas. Investigate. I've heard some bad things about this Vargas fellow. What? He's a great guy. That's what he Who's... wants. That's what he wants you to think. Oh. <laughs> I'll see about uh, some of this darker, intense. But for now, I will say farewell. I have to get back to Team Viper Strike. Also, secure at least a rug of some sort to bring into the room. The room of sand. The tight together. <laughs> well, well we best of luck and God's speed to you, Drox the Rune Chanter. Which God? God's God's oh, no. plural is the speed. <clears throat> Did you I really you just get a side quest him. to get a door? Yes. Yeah, I just, I, and a rug, apparently. He's <laughs> another a big yeah. kind of double clasp handshake. It's like your hands are all kind of sweaty and okay. covered in fur. <clears throat> so I then leave the dwelling, mm -hmm. and I get uh, I, I will leave though and get a quote on like. As you said, the metal gates and stuff, just to kind of get a quote. Okay. Uh, for some security chains. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> 15 gold. 15 gold. <clears throat> eh. 
I'll spring for that. Okay. I'll buy him. Here I was hoping that Eric was just going to steal someone's door in the middle of the night. <clears throat> Could still do. We still need well, an still, alternate exit. And so will that be kind of be enough? I'm still or do I need like stealing a, a door. Is there like a to buy like some, you know, drapes or something just to keep yeah, it Yeah, there already is like kind of a, a bit oh, okay. of a tattered okay. curtain. Um, for like two gold, you can find some drapes to, to cover and okay. I'll, I'll go get provide drapes. some anonymity. <clears throat> Jirok returns with uh, metal chains and uh, drapes and says, Doors are very rare to come by. Evidently. Okay. Chains and drape it is. We could do some other kind of security, like a trap or... Mm, yes, I like to say. I like the idea of being on the other end of a trap for once. Yeah. <laughs> that <clears throat> sounds nice. Would you be okay with a trap? Probably. Okay. Probably. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a real mean thing to do to somebody. Do somebody. Well, if they're trying to break into our house, they earned it. It's self-defense. <laughs> I'm saying some people have certain fight morals, and I'm not sure if a trap is something that... Uh... Theron's a very mellow... He okay, hold on. Guy's You're questioning clavicle. now after he wanted to blow up the water. Look. <laughs> Wanted past tense? Still kind of want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll table blowing it up. All I'm saying is, I gotta double-check sometimes. It's fine. Just, just keep in mind, he was... The most pro using bombs during the heist. It was such a good idea. <laughs> and he also was the only one of us that killed anybody during that heist. By dropping True. a rock on him. Not yeah. even like in a duel. Like chucking stones. Well no, he also smashed somebody to death with his magical hammer. That's true. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Yes, oh, he I did. did. Yeah. Eric's never killed anybody. Neither, yeah. neither did. I was unconscious yeah, half yeah. the time. I'll, I'll own the rock. The other one was a direct intervention from Paylor. I'm pretty sure that's on him. So. God wills it. If Paylor didn't want that guy killed, he would have missed. Am I wrong? <laughs> okay, so while Drock's gone, <laughs> in, terms of the other things that, in terms of the other things that we need to have accomplished, um, Eric oh, says, Drock and I have some business we need to uh, finish for uh, Mad Sashai. It shouldn't take that long, I think. Um, clearly, we need to finish securing slash kind of outfit in this place. I don't know about you, I don't really want to sleep on the hard floor or sand and he kind of like kicks at the ground. Dude, I stayed in the desert for like a long time. Yeah, like, not I didn't. This I'm not, is quite an upgrade. <laughs> I didn't? Yeah. I don't want, I'm not asking for like a noble's bed, just, you know, a mat. There. <laughs> uh, some place to sit. Maybe a place to have our food. Uh, something. Like, you know, Drock wasn't wrong. A little bit of furniture. We don't need to pay for it. <laughs> he just, it just says, says a very matter You're of fact. Telling that to the flatly. Hmm. <laughs> well, do, do do you react to that statement at all? <laughs> I I think I'm just assuming we're fine. We're gonna pay for it. Like that's fine. Whatever. He goes. Oh, Eric says, no, no, no. Uh, I can take care of the acquisition. If you don't want to know where it comes from, just don't ask any questions. Then clearly we know where it's coming from. Yeah, I no, think... you really don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> we not the specifics. We, we might not know the source, but I Hold think up. we know the means. Yeah. You joined a thieves' guild. Yeah, <laughs> I'm less bothered than he Let's is. Let's talk about that for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> of anybody in this group, you should have the least issues with Eric's just stealing furniture. My uncle somewhere. is a priest. I kind of have that peripheral. Then again, people are here for a reason. They deserve to have their furniture <laughs> stolen with impunity. We're here. Drock says... Alright, so you're on furniture acquisition. I'm gonna be on alternate exit. Is the I wanted to ask too. 
Is the dwelling such that there's a way to get to the roof? Not cleanly from inside at the moment, although it wouldn't be too hard to manufacture. It's only one a one-story dwelling. How many rooms do we have again? You have like five rooms, like outlying rooms, and a center kind of so enough, area. Enough rooms mm-hmm. for each of us to have our own room. Mm-hmm. Drogby is called the largest room because he is the largest person. There's Okay. Uh, in terms, does every room have a window at least? Two of the rooms have windows. Two of the rooms have. Okay. Eric wants at least one of the rooms with windows. <clears throat> I want the other one with a window. I am okay. fine with no window. Caves are fine. All right. You're, you're <laughs> still door shopping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eric claims one of the rooms with windows probably the, the least obtrusive for getting in out of the house. Okay. Neither of the windows are really person entry size windows. We can yeah. fix that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know where to get a good hammer. <laughs> Though, should we? <laughs> yeah, this, I'm thinking, too, in terms of security, maybe we don't want to open it up too much. Yeah, no, we should leave windows alone. I don't care. But I can throw things out the window. That's, I like that better. We should, still, we should still function that tunnel at some point, though. I will start looking at structurally sound things to see where the tunnel would be the most functional and the most practical. Okay. Make a wisdom check for me, please. Ten. Ten? You know a number of women who might be able to assist in this sort of thing based on the underground structures you've already <clears> been into <throat> uh, that they hold sway in. Oh, that side quest is already paying off. Yeah, hey. Hmm? Oh, ho. Oh, ho. Penis party's got to go. All right, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go wander the streets and yeah, see if I can start seeing. Okay. We're in the middle of the scene here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go wandering out into the street and following the little glowy things that I can see. Okay. Yes. It is not long until you find uh, one of the... A sister? Well, one of the safe houses uh, of the the sisterhood. Now, you have to sneak in to be able to make use of them. But getting there, it will allow you to make contact with uh, some of the other wisps. Can I leave a message? Yeah. How you do it, basically. Okay. After the beep. I will do so. Alright, so make a stealth check to try to sneak in to the safe house. 17. 17? Alright. Uh, you make it in through one of the... through a crack in the back wall, uh, just wide enough for you to kind of squeeze through, and are safely in a cot by the time one of your compatriots turns around and notices you. Uh, she is a real thin girl, probably no more than 15 or 16. Uh, she kind of has a bit of a like a gaunt look to her. Um, and her sort of sandy blonde hair tied back in a, a tight bun. She says, uh, oh, well, welcome. Who are you? I'm new. Barely. My name is Kiaren. Kiaren, hey. I'm Kip. Hi, Kip. And she comes over and gives you like a little wave and kind of like isn't quite sure how to greet you. So then she just kind of stands back a few paces there. You see the faint kind of ghostly glow in her eyes as well. If I wanted to leave a message asking for help of a particular sort, how would I go about doing it? She says, well, if you tell one of us or... She says, if you tell another wisp, we can make sure we to pass it along. Um, if you tell two of us, I'm sure it will get 
back to the the wraiths in in short order. I would like to request help making an underground structure. An underground structure? Uh, doing some working on a construction project or something? Of a sort. Says yeah. Tell the tell the wisp like me and uh, and Sai over there, and she just motions to one of the other rooms where another girl is uh, presently sleeping. And we'll put it with our next dead drop. Thank you. I appreciate the help. I'm going to just chill at the safe house until Sai wakes up. Okay. Alright, I guess probably by the time she leaves, Eric leaves. Uh, he's essentially just going to be scouting the town in general. One, looking for Vargas, kind of doing a little bit of scouting on that just to see... Uh, so, so I have more information to start coming up with a plan. Um, also, looking into the furniture situation. Okay. Um, are there businesses he can steal from? Um, speci- especially, like, higher-end ones? And or, if not such a thing, like, higher-end nobles? Like, if he prefers to steal from somebody who can kind of take the blow, then he would, from, like, a poor person. Okay. Um, even if he's just, like, stealing their mattress. Mm-hmm. Or door. <laughs> um, or yes, table. We need a table. Well, over time, he's going to be stealing all of these things, but, um, and he will try to spread out, like, so he's not, partly because getting in there, taking someone's entire, like, bedroom set is going to be kind of a challenge, but, you know, like, one night he takes someone's door, the next night he takes, you know, takes someone else's table, the next night he takes, like, a nightstand, the next night, like, a bed, <laughs> um, you know, and he'll recruit the people in the, in the group as necessary, uh, Drock, maybe for putting people to sleep. <laughs> okay. Probably not for actual infiltration. <laughs> What's the what's the game? Where you can go into your house and you can like organize your books and oh, uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. Justin, my friend Justin would like alphabetize his bookshelves. He would spend hours just making his house perfect in that game. Okay. Loved it. He loved it. The so walking around Shade, there isn't like there, he's even no, asking you around when necessary. Yeah, but there's sort of a very clear delineation between haves and have-nots, and most of the town fall into have-nots. The only people that really kind of have stuff to spare, there aren't really a lot of like upper-end merchants or anything like that. There's uh, Everin Hamar, who you're on pretty good terms with I'm right now. Steal from him. Um, there's like two other sort of general stores that operate with a, a number of goods and services. Uh, things like that, including um, you find that Vargas kind of has a more of like a traveling stand, like a, a large wagon that sort of unloads into a storefront uh, when he's in town. He doesn't actually have like a fixed dwelling within the city. Um, and then some of the other people who seem to kind of have a little bit more are sort of the, the more enigmatic, but also more dangerous types. Uh, uh, Osmara, the... Uh, and and, the, and her wellspring, uh, Hafaz Rahim and his kind of almost like mayoral kind of uh, especially mansion by by sort of size and scope, and um, it's shy to name a few. Although there are a couple other larger dwellings that you're not quite sure to whom they belong, that are a little bit more well put together. Let's say. I'm going to try to scout those ones. I don't want to actively piss off people that either we're friendly with, I know could probably murder me, or actively crime lords. Okay. <laughs> like, 
Probably a well, good plan. That doesn't leave too much to be to <laughs> left be around honest. here, but um, you do find two potentials. Uh, one is actually a pretty good sized building, but kind of keeping a low profile as you look around, you can see flick, flickering torchlight uh, from within and kind of uh, wild shadows being cast around through some of the, the windows. Uh, it's a two-story dwelling with a little bit of uh, space around it. Looks like the... Actually, make a perception check for me, too. <laughs> two. Okay, you don't notice anything beyond that. Um, <laughs> well, it's like, I dropped it, and it like immediately rolled into the uh, notebook. Mm-hmm. It was just one, I was like... Oh. <laughs> um, but searching around, you also find another place that might have the goods you need that isn't apparently either on your uh, your no-fly zone from mm-hmm. crime lords or friends. <clears throat> a iron-doored cellar with a, a hefty and complicated lock on it. You're not sure who uh, who it belongs to or what they're keeping down there, but by st- based on how much they're protecting it, it's probably something fairly valuable. You've also managed to locate uh, Vargas's wagon, which has unfolded into a, a large bazaar. There's a bit of familiarity as you walk over to it. The the top has folded up, and the sides have folded out, creating like a grand stage and marketplace. There are two guards, uh, both strikingly familiar to you. Uh, as you see one, a woman with, uh, apparently human, but with a bit of green scales on her shoulders, arms, and temples. She wears kind of a loose-fitting uh, pair of trousers and a sleeveless shirt with her, her belly showing. Uh, sort of a, a striking beauty, but not a particularly, like, traditional one, I would say. Uh, her... Eric doesn't want to judge. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, her green hair is kept in a, a short crop mohawk, and around her feet wind two deep sand adders. Uh, fine specimens of the species, almost five feet long each and uh, highly venomous. She doesn't regard them as a, a threat, more of a kind of a, a well-trained pet of some kind. The other guard that you notice standing about looking menacing is partially clad in mail on uh, in the form of greaves gauntlets and a breastplate. His, uh, his head is partly covered by a, a wide-brimmed hat, and in each of his hands he holds uh, sickles uh, connected by long chains to his gauntlets. He kind of surveys the marketplace with a scowl. While the snake-adjacent woman seems to be more indifferent to the uh, the shoppers around. Uh, moving within them, you find the, the form of presumably your quarry, Vargas. Um, black-haired, dark-skinned, and uh, with a long beard. He's moving about, kind of uh, schmoozing with the customers, wailing and dealing. Uh, you hear he's got a, a hearty laugh, <laughs> which uh, can be heard over the the din of the uh, the shopping experience. Uh, there are four or five people looking around, and it has a large selection of curios and uh, knickknacks. You can see weapons. There's a, a hefty, pretty hefty liquor rack there. Um, a little bit of furniture and some like rugs and uh, various miscellany. Uh, 
as you look around, you can't help kind of feeling that you've seen all this once before, but uh, nevertheless, you press on. It's becoming a common feeling since we got back to the city. Um, Eric's make sure he's out of sight, cast a sky self, makes him look like the guard, makes himself look like the guard uh, from the wellspring that he okay. was impersonating. Uh, then he just approaches um, and acting kind of looking like a shopper, checking out the wares, uh, asking some questions. Um, tries to hit on the female guard. Okay, make a persuasion. Oh no, the thing Eric's just terrible at. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. He's not terrible at persuasion. I rolled a 19. Oh shit. So, 24. Rico Suave over here. Alright. So you approach. Uh, what do you say? Uh, hmm. How you doing? <laughs> Here's Baby, the real how you test. doing? Come on, Tom. Flirt. Eric's is smooth. Tom? <laughs> yeah, Eric's is smooth. Tom, not so much. Okay, okay. Oh, no, hold on. Um, what's a beauty like you hanging out at a caravan? That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but you say it with You're... a great amount of charm. <laughs> yeah, like, like, coming out, like, oh, this is fucking, that's the worst pickup line You're ever. You're blushing right now. <laughs> well, aren't you a desert flower? No, no, she's actually not bad. <laughs> you I need Joe around. She actually like uh, as you you gotta go through. You're like, what's a beauty like? You? I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> he uh, does it endearingly. Yeah, she uh, she laughs a little bit. Um, she thinks you're adorable. This game is having no game at all, apparently. Work <laughs> for me. And she says, uh, "Oh, I love that. I love the way that you're so flustered and beguiled." She says, who might you be? And she kind of takes a few steps closer. Um, her snakes also slither a bit closer, which is a little uh, unnerving. Uh, as a single bite from either of them could kill you outright. Good to know. Um, yeah. I'm fireproof, not poisonproof. Yeah, flirt cautiously. Yeah, right? Um, That's a good just general yeah, rule, it, right? It, well, <laughs> when snakes are involved, flirt extra cautiously. <laughs> so, my name's Oberyn. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. He says, He's undercover. He's not going to give us a real name. <laughs> or the name he goes by, I guess. You've got a few aliases, yeah. He's going to build up a list. She says, uh, Welcome to Vargas's Traveling Bazaar. You're uh, from the Wellspring, yeah? Uh, yeah, I work the night shift over there. That's too bad. That's when I'm free. Well, I get the occasional nights off. It's like a fortune night now, isn't it? It's like late afternoon, yeah. yeah. Because, well, I get the occasional night off, like tonight. I'm able to wander around, spend some of my coin. She says, in the, let me guess, you're looking for someone to help you spend it? Wouldn't mind. Uh, as you say this, the one of the snakes has begun to have winding its way up her one of her legs, and kind of about her midsection. Eric's just not sure if she should find that erotic or terrifying. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> Both. Erotically terrifying. What's the line? Horny and scared. <laughs> Scaroused. Fear boner. <laughs> it's a fear boner. <laughs> Death by snoozing. It says, so, Oberyn, why are you going to show me that? Show a little of me in shade that I haven't seen before. This is my first time in the Big Bad Desert, you know. Lies. <laughs> 
Sure, some terrifying time-stopping monster. <laughs> but you <laughs> haven't seen that before. <laughs> uh, have you been to the old city lately? She says, ah, that place is boring. Uh, Nothing but wind and sand and abandoned buildings. Not for me. The last time I was there, I nearly died like five times. And then time stopped. It was really weird. <laughs> she says, now that's a line I haven't heard before. <laughs> Yeah, when uh, I went exploring on my own not too recently and encountered bandits, gangs, I don't know, however you want to define it, uh, tried to take my head, encountered some, real quick, the hell was the description of the monsters again that we keep calling the Slendermen? Strangers. Oh. We call them the strangers, but what do they look like? They're humanoid, but kind of like stretched out, long mm. and gangly. Yeah, it's like uh, Slendermen. They are... They don't really have any features. They're kind of like they exude a pale glow that doesn't seem to kind of interact with any of the the, the sur- their surroundings. Like you might think of Jack the Pumpkin King. The, it, it's sort Jack of that profile, kind of yeah, real like King. real skinny, um, exaggerated fingers. Um, they don't have like they've got like a featureless face, um, and they they kind of have like a soft staticky glow, but it doesn't like cast light against anything around them. They're just sort of like self-luminous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I managed to fight my way out of that situation and ran into, I'm not even sure how you describe them. They're tall, but I think like a you know, stretched out dwarf. Um, they glow, they move really weirdly. Uh, wouldn't even say not like not like a human. Uh, barely got out of that with my life, and then time stopped, and then it got really weird. Just as an aside. Oh yeah, and then time stopped. <laughs> I love how just unfazed we are by that. <laughs> There's been some weird shit going on. Yeah. We have taken oh, that very much. Oh, there's some things that have happened to it. Again, keep in mind. Eric's recently turned into a tiefling, yeah. <laughs> so on the list of weird shit for him. <laughs> she. Goes closer, the snake kind of wraps itself around uh, her shoulder and kind of goes down her arm as she reaches over and like kind of puts her her hand against her cheek. The the snake kind of goes down to her to her hand, like flicks its flicks its tongue out at you, then um, turns back to her and gives like a like a sharp hiss. And she says, "Eric's kind of like." Slightly backs away just because that sounds like an angry snake. <laughs> uh, you, when you try to do so, you, you, her hand quickly shifts to kind of like the back of your neck. She's not like restraining. She's not like grabbing you, but she's like kind of holding you there a little bit. Um, he doesn't fight her, but he's just, you know. Yeah. She says, you have me intrigued, Oberyn, but the the glamour simply won't do. Uh, hmm. Knew it. The real you, please. I knew it was probably going to happen, too, but he has to try. <laughs> so he dismisses the, the spell. Ooh, see why you got the spell. <laughs> <laughs> I am a dashing devil. <laughs> she, uh... Her eyes kind of go wide a bit, and she says, Oh! Um, she takes her hands and, and pulls back your hood, um, kind of playing her hands over your horns as she does so. She's into it. <laughs> Kinky. I like bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets more bad than the Eternal. Now this is different. All 
Oberyn. There's a tower in the northeast part of town. Uh, a mad woman lives there. You can't miss it. <laughs> Uh, I'll meet you under it at high moon. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Now, uh, if you'll excuse me, I am still technically on the job. Eric's nods. The, uh, the snake gives you a little, like, cheek kiss, and then, oh. uh, like, pull, like, turns around and winds back down her arm, and she, uh, lets you go. Alright, Eric's disappears. Alright, crap. <laughs> you brought this upon yourself, sir. I really did. So Eric's returns to the house. Uh, I have I have some ideas for what I want to do. Mostly requires trying to put people to sleep. So as we get into this planning session, that's where we'll end for today, and we will return to our heroes at a uh, with everyone with the uh, ah, that sucked. Okay, nice for you to come, Brett. <laughs> You wait Enjoy in a little your bit. Company. <laughs> I got to get a couple of things in on the door, you know. Oh, that's true. It's good. Was the uh, the party regroups? We'll end for today, and they we'll see what happens with the dragon skilled guard, Drox, Team Viper Strike, and uh, that really, really kind of that caught on. I'm super excited. The amount of snakes in this campaign is oddly weirdly fitting. Yeah. Well, we're in the desert. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining us. If you like what we're doing here, check us out. Check out the rest of our episodes. And keep listening. And let us know. Um, send us an email at gmail.com. And we're not really doing any advertising, so we're just word of mouth. So please, if you like this, tell your friends so that they can also like us. We are desperate for attention and thrive solely on the adoration of strangers. So <laughs> um, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>